Welcome to Freedom to Choose from Just As I Am Ministries, a nonprofit giving hope to those caught in the devastation of addiction or just overrun by a complicated life. In this series called Could It Be This Simple? The Way Out of Your Prison, you'll learn how the mind works, what motivates our choices, and find biblically-based keys to help your decision-making processes. Rich and Susan Kallenberg are a husband and wife team who found freedom over two decades ago from out-of-control lives of drug addiction and alcoholism. Now here's Rich and Susan on Freedom to Choose. Hello everyone, my name is Rich Kallenberg. And my name is Susan Kallenberg. And welcome to Freedom to Choose. You know, uh, what do we do in this new series? Our new series is Could It Be This Simple, The Way Out of Your Prison? You know, why are we doing this series? What is, what is it about this series that uh, that hits the nail on the head for you? Well, I think that we have been uh, teaching this these principles, and, and not only have they um, brought us closer to God, but I think they brought us closer to each other, and then we've seen changes in the people that we present and discuss these principles. It's a, it's a it's a life changing message, isn't right. it? Um, it's I know for me, it's helped me with my picture of God and helped me with a lot of fears that I've had mm-hmm. um, as I go through and uh, and look at this thing. Um, before we get going, do you want to open with a word of prayer? Sure, Heavenly Father, thank you for another opportunity uh, to have this program and lord we just ask that your spirit uh, be sent to be with all of us um, who are participating as well as those who are listening may we um, seek to glorify you in jesus name amen amen now today's program is titled shadow people uh freedom to choose program number six if you uh, want a reference point um and what is a shadow person a shadow person is someone who is has a mirror, I guess, like a mirror reflection of another person. Maybe they've, they've lost, lost their own their own identity. identity. Yeah, um, maybe actors being what someone else, they, what they think someone else wants, or have they totally like lost their identity, and they're actually have 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 tried to please or saw themselves through someone else's eyes for so long. That they have actually lost their their own identity, In, their own individuality. Yeah, you know yeah. they've been stripped of liberty for yeah. so long mm-hmm. that they can no longer think for themselves. Well, and I, you know, I'm sure that a lot of listeners, I know that I was a shadow person for many years. You know, made that um, decision to be ruled by someone else's demands and their attitude over me and about me and. Um, you know, it's it's something very difficult to to get out of. Yeah, you know, and we're talking about this in uh, the last program we did was on the law of liberty, and we're talking about this in the context of the law of liberty, and we can't really, you know, the law uh, the law of liberty works in conjunction with the law of love because when you're selfless, you're free. Mm-hmm. But what happens is, is is when we begin to exploit others then the law of liberty gets challenged and it gets it clashes with with the exploitation of other people doesn't it right yeah and and, and for, for me in my mind sin is simply the exploitation of another person for mm-hmm. personal gain mm-hmm. i mean if you boil it all down it's an attitude of rebellion the exploitation of a, of another person selfishness and 
And what that does is that destroys love. It destroys. Well, and the- not, it does. And, and it's, it, um, it's not only bondage for the person that is being abused, but it's bondage to the abuser as well mm-hmm. because they're locked into something that um, is dysfunctional as well, but they're yet thriving on it and, and living off of it. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it's interesting because if you love someone enough, you let them do what they want to do. But if you, also if you love them enough, you will stop them from doing certain things too. And so it's a you you know love is always the driving force. So in other words, love behind your decision, then you're going to do what's best for the for the other person no matter what. And sometimes that can be difficult. Well, and it has to be true love. It can't yeah, it, be, ju- you know, I love you, so therefore you must. Yeah, yeah. Do well, this. how do you how do you uh, how do you determine what true love is? Well, but, you have to have a healthy healthy state of mind, and I think a, a healthy example and a healthy understanding of God and how He's presented those that the, principle those of principles. love. And and so you can look to the life of Jesus. He he presented the law of love in his everyday life. So that's a good example to look. And he was always concerned for the other person. And so I, I, I know I've heard a pastor put it this way one time, and I, I don't think I could put it any better. If you love someone enough to die for them, feel free to criticize them. Right, right. Feel free to, quote unquote, violate their law of liberty for their own good. Right. And we were talking about, it brought up, we were talking about the whole, I think it's in Matthew, to take the plank out of your own eye. And right. And you can take the speck out. And we both came from different positions. Right. Because it was kind of like, for me, as we were discussing it, for me, it was like, take the that huge plank out of your eye. So God is saying, take that plank out of your eye so you can see me clearly. Because then you'll be able to see the other person clearly. Because and because then you'll be able to see the other person through my eyes. Correct. And then what do you got to do to get a speck out of somebody's eye? Well, I know we were doing things in the yard, and he got, I can't remember what it was in his eye, and I had to get like a little flashlight and wash my hands and get up really close and and just to see a tiny speck that was very intricate and very caring. You got to get and close. Very, you got to get intimate, right? Right. So you got somebody that you're criticizing. Well, that's what Jesus is saying. You got somebody you're criticizing. Don't worry about that speck. When you get the log out of your eye, you'll be able to get intimate enough with them to be able to help them get that speck out of their eye, which I think is crucial because, uh, you know, I just have the envision how close you've got to get to to get get a a speck out out. of somebody's eye, right? right? And you can't do that if there's something between you. And 90% of the time, the log that's in your own uh, eye is resentments and, and fears and and anger anger and and all that kind of stuff. And God says, "You, you clear that out. You know, you're going to go. And we walk around with that big old log in our <laughs> eye banging into people, right? Yeah. And, and criticizing other people. And, you know, I always go back to that. If you love them enough to die for them, feel free to criticize them because then your criticism will be well-founded. It will be, it will well, be totally it be for a, their best and, good. And it would be in a different, it would always be in a different light. It would be like leaning over and getting a little speck out, being Absolutely. very int- intimate, very and careful. careful. Yes. Yeah, it's 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 really important to see it in that light. I love that uh, that object lesson. You know, we, we remember last week we talked about the violations of the law of liberty, that they always result in damaging consequences. Um, and the two things that we dealt with last week were de- the destruction of love and the fomenting of, of rebellion. In other words, if I, if I start, or I mean, Susan, man, she just makes meals that won't wait. She just, I mean, we're on a diet now, so 
uh, we're weighing our food out. I mean, people are going, all oh, these guys are off the hook now. But because uh, we, we, we're trying to count calories and, and it's working. It's working very well. But she does really, really well. She got a little scale out there and and all that stuff. And we, you know, so I don't I'm, know. I'm a cheater. So well, on my side. Yeah. <laughs> but she's doing so well. And now what would what would happen if I started ordering her around on how to do that rather than letting her be free to to be creative with the with the types of foods and everything that works within the boundaries of this you know there's boundaries mm-hmm. i got calorie counts and 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 uh and, and carb, of- carbohydrate percentages and fat percentages and and protein percentages and all that stuff so there's guidelines right but within those guidelines she is free to to you know make really really nice meals and if i start ordering her or commanding her to do certain things in a certain way in a certain fashion or whatever and take her creativity away i'm destroying her individuality and 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 in the long run yeah because you know i have worked with food more longer than than you have and so you know i know that's an interesting (laughs) statement you've worked with food longer than i have right in making meals making meals okay i'm gonna go down that other road okay yeah, no, she does. And she deciding makes, what's going to be good and balanced and yeah. things like that. So yeah. sometimes you'll come and you'll say, I want this. And I'm like, oh, that's just like, you know, I go, but you got to add this and you got to yeah. have a little bit yeah. of that and just kind of balance it yeah, out. Yeah, and I don't so. want to take your creativity away. So right. I, you know, I try not to. I mean, are we, we going to discuss that on the radio? Do I take your creativity away? <laughs> no. I don't? No. Okay, good. Good. So anyway, well, the diet's working anyway, folks. So her creativity has helped me lose a few pounds already. Yay. Yay. And there's a few more to go. Mm-hmm. We're got, we got a, a, a little ways to go. We're taking it nice and slow. Everything is extremely balanced and good. And we're I think we're actually eating more food now than we did. It almost seems before. like it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think it's just better. But you got to do the exercise mm-hmm. with it. Exercise right. really helps. Lots of water. See, so you were talking Lots about... Lots of good sleep. Yeah, but this is a classic example of, of, of the, 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 the law of liberty and the not, not destroying one's individuality and still remaining within certain parameters or certain boundaries to accomplish a goal. Right. And so we should feel, feel the same way about our spiritual walk. There are certain parameters that we got to remain in, but we don't want to take someone's uh, freedom to think, uh, to their reason individuality. Th- their individuality away from them as they get closer and closer to God. Because everybody's got a whole d- a different view of God, and as they approach God based on their background, what they've learned, what they are learning, and what they're able to uh, retain, and all of that kind of, and all the dots that they connect, we got to let them have the freedom to meet God the way that they understand him as they're growing. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just how reality works. Otherwise, you end up with shadow people. Shadow people. People who just go and they do because that's what they're told to do or they, they've they been brought up in a church and this is what you do and this is how you do it and everybody does it the same. And then you lose that. Real, you don't really have a true relationship with God. It's just a doing yeah. religion. You know, you're just doing and, and it almost becomes rote. Yeah. You know, I'm supposed to go to church service here from this time to that time and prayer service from here this time to that time. And, you know, it, it just. So be- why do you do it? Well, because we all that's do it because we we're supposed to do it. Exactly. And, you know, and, and. And I think that's where the Pharisees kind of got, you know, they, they got, had their rules and their regulations and their, their timings and everything. And everything was, you know, according to, you know, the the plan. Everybody was supposed to. Those that were spiritual, of course. The rest of the of the world was, you know, 
weren't involved and so right. yeah right but jesus did say you so you follow commandments by rote right and it uh, you, you know god doesn't want a bunch of actors or a bunch of shadow people or a bunch of robots a bunch of robots it doesn't work that way does it no it doesn't does not so work there. we're going to talk we're going to do a couple of stories um the first one is about shirley shirley's family physician had sent her to see Dr. Jennings, when because they were worried that something she might be suffering from depression, getting a history from the 46-year-old woman was actually quite difficult. She sat with her hands between her legs, avoided all eye contact, and spoke in quiet tones with essentially no modulation to her voice. If she responded at all, she tended to answer most most questions with "I don't know" or "I guess." After long minutes of silence and patient questioning, this modestly obese woman who dressed rather plainly began to disclose her painful history of physical abuse by her husband. Hesitantly, she described one incident in which her husband told her he wanted dinner ready at 5 p.m. and how she had worked diligently preparing the meal, but served it at 5.02. She cried as she told how her husband began to beat her, breaking her nose and blackening her eye, And while he was punching her, he stated, I hate it when you make me do this. Why do you make me do this to you? If you would only serve dinner when you were supposed to, I wouldn't have to hit you. Don't you know I only do this for your own good because I love you? And as Shirley recounted her ordeal, I made a comment criticizing her husband for his behavior. It was then that she looked up and made made eye contact with me for the very first time and said, oh no, it wasn't his fault. If I would have had dinner ready on time, he wouldn't have had to hit me. Wow. Wow. So we want to remember one thing, the third predictable consequence when one surrenders to the violation of the law of liberty is that it will destroy individuality. What, I mean, what do you think about this situation? Mm -hmm. Had she lost her individuality? Had she seen herself through her husband's eyes and bought Drank the Kool-Aid. Right. I mean, remember the first two things that are destroyed when we violate the law of liberty are, are destruction of love and the fomenting of rebellion. And now you've got the third one. She's turned into a shadow person. She's lost her individuality. And now she's, for, for all of his exploitation, she is taking the hit for it, mm-hmm. literally and spiritually. Mm-hmm. And she she believes that it's all her fault. Yeah, that's what she deserves. That's that what she deserves. So, so she's looking at herself through the eyes of a very sick person, mm-hmm. and now she becomes even sicker mm-hmm. than the very sick person. Mm-hmm. It's so sad to see, and th- and this this happens. This this is a reality across the United States. These kinds of things happen. You know, when the su- person submits to the control of another for a sufficient period of time, it 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 slowly erodes both his or her unique identity and the ability to think and reason for oneself. She had lost her ability to to reason. The The submissive, submissive individual begins to think through the eyes of the controlling person rather than with his or her own mind. Now, Shirley's not an unusual case. No longer thinking for herself, she had surrendered her identity to her abusive husband and accepted his version of reality as her own. So the the not only does she lose her individuality but she, her reality is not even real, you know? Right. Her re, her reality is all changed. It's all through his eyes, which mm-hmm. is an impossibility. I can't see the world through your eyes mm-hmm. no matter how hard I try. Mm-hmm. Yet here she is. 
she's lost her own reality as well as her individuality, and now her character is being transformed through her husband. Right. So kind of like a even like a shadow person. It's almost she almost becomes a shell of a person where yeah. the soul. You know, she loses, you know, like you were saying, her own identity. You just lose, you know, your affect, your emotions, right. your feelings, your your ability to think and to do. Everything that God gave us to be individuals are is taken away or yeah. given up. You know, a lot of times, you know, it's, it's a two-way street. It's not something that happens in a vacuum. A lot of times we will get into those types of relationships because of our own insecurity and, you know, fall into that type of a relationship where you give yourself over to... And you start going into that, and it's harder and harder to get out. Right. And once, you know, it's not like you drink the Kool-Aid right at one time. It's sip by sip by sip. And it's it's the false sense of love. I think that it's the, you know, it's the... It's the dysfunctionalness, you know, that's going on in our world today. Yeah. And when a person doesn't think much of themselves, then they accept somebody else's reality. Of not thinking good about them. Right. Right. Um, now we were talking earlier about uh, about some some can this happen in a church? Can mm-hmm. can people be shadow? And there's another story that that Doctor Dennings tells in the book. Um, in fact, you want to uh, read that part uh, okay. of the story? Um, during my residency, I counseled a 35 year old Hispanic woman belonging to a certain Christian denomination who had suffered with depression for many years. As we worked together, Sophie disclosed how her particular culture and faith group expected that women subordinating should subordinate themselves to their husbands. Her denomination would not permit women to speak in her church. If she had a question, she was to wait until she was back home to ask her husband. Nor did any of the church's committees or boards include women. At home, she experienced similar treatment. The husband was head of the home and the wife was to do his bidding. Repeatedly, she heard that God had designed designed society in a way for two reasons. Women had been deceived and had led man into sin, and though God had created man in the image of God, he made woman in the image of man. Through the years, she had surrendered to the constant degradation of women and had permitted her husband to control her. Huh. Now, one thing that I've kind of noticed in the Bible was the trajectory of things that Jesus changed. And I think this is one of them. If you, um, you know, when I say trajectory, he's not going to be able to come and change everything at once, but he changed for me. When, when I look at the stories in the Bible and then I I look at him at face value for what, what actually did he accomplish? uh, I see, I see some things that were not culturally, or religiously okay that or he did or right. acceptable and i want to go through a couple Who, whose job was it to anoint the king in old testament times up until the time of christ it, whose job was it was it? always the high priest the high priest right. right okay who was the new king that came it was jesus who anointed him well in the beginning the holy spirit did but but for his in the end it was mary a woman. A woman. A woman anointed the king of the universe. Right. A woman right? of of uh, uh, not very queen. dubious reputation. Correct. Okay. Who was one of the first evangelists 
Jesus ever sent out? It was the woman at the well. Samaritan woman. And a Samaritan woman uh, at that. Oh, w- uh, not even a Jewish woman. Right. A Samaritan. Are you, you getting the picture? Who was the only ones beside John at the feet of Jesus at the cross? It was the women. It His was mom the women. And Mary and... Who was the first at the tomb? It was Mary. It was Mary. It was the see see the roles that the women have played throughout the New Testament right. is pretty amazing. I think Jesus was doing that. He was changing the trajectory. And you know, and that's interesting because she was always at Jesus' feet. Always, right? Always. She had a she had a total different prescription administered to her than than other people. If you notice in the Bible, uh, you know, Peter's just prescription was feed my sheep right right the demoniac's prescription was go to the decapolis and give your testimony don't get in the boat with me i don't want you i mean you're going to spiritually be at my feet but you need to go out and you need to tell the 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 10 cities what i've done for you different prescription and and so you stop me because i know we've mentioned this before you stop and you think if if any of the 12 disciples would have been willing to be at jesus's feet and we know they weren't because at the Last Supper, at the Last Supper, he, he gird his loins and he washed their feet, but he sat at the table with dirty feet. Yep. nobody washed his feet. God, the Creator of the universe, when he realizes all power on heaven and earth has been given to him, he girds his loins and he washes a dozen pair of dirty feet at his last meal. That's the God we serve. And this is what drove Judas nuts, because Judas didn't want that kind of God. Actually, neither did Peter. Peter said, no God of mine's going to hang on a cross, right? Right. So let's get back to the shadow people, because I do see that a lot. So doesn't the Bible teach that women are to submit to the authority of their husbands? Okay, so let's look at that, because uh, I remember in the story, and I, we, we want to get to this before we close, that uh, this this story, this uh uh, for Sophie, uh, her husband got a little bit irritated, and he comes in with the Bible, and he talks to Dr. Jennings, and Dr. Jennings says, well, that's right. She'll submit to you if you do what the Bible says. In other words, treat your wife as Christ treated the church, or love your wife as life as Christ loved the church. See, many wives believe that they're to submit blindly to the leadership of their husbands, and many husbands promote this false belief by maintaining unhealthy control over their wives. But we... You know, we've previously discussed God does not expect expect wives to submit blindly to their husbands. Instead, the Scripture calls them to submit to Christ-like treatment from their husbands. And Christ-like treatment to the church was sacrificing himself Yes, if the the husband sacrifices himself for the wife, it's a natural consequence that she's going to submit to him. But you don't submit to an abusive husband just because someone church says so or what— so that's not love doesn't work that way individual individuality and uh character development gets stifled and, and destroyed and, and destroyed and that's not how god's universe works god's universe runs on the principle of love on on individuals creating their characters at their own free will not at the commands of someone else not at the dictates of someone else and this is how love flourishes and and love Love, by definition, you cannot coerce. Right. I can't put a gun to your head and said, Su- say, Susan, love me. It doesn't work that way. Mm-hmm. And I can't control you into loving me. And I could, can't put a nano chip in your head and control you by computer and have you running around doing all the things I want. If I'm doing that, who's loving me? You're loving I'm yourself. loving myself. Right. 
through you. That's sick. Right. Yet we somehow we apply those characteristics to God. God, control me. God, this. God, God's not going to tr- control you. Right. He won't do that. It goes against the very—he died so that we can have individuality, freedom to choose, freedom to build our characters according to his image, and we have chosen that. We become individuals in Christ's image by our choice. It's the only way it works. And then we're to love others as we love ourselves exactly. in that same manner. Exactly, exactly. And when we get this principle that we build our characters by, by, by our choosing— you know, and, and, and the Bible says in the book of Revelation, him that is holy, stay that way. Him that is unholy, stay that way. In other words, these people have, you know, some have settled into the truth about God so much that they can't be moved, but others have settled into the lie about God that they can't be moved, and their characters are beyond fixing. Lucifer's turned himself into Satan, and his character is beyond remedy. He's he built himself a character by the freedom to choose, and he chose a different way. God respected that choice. He respected that choice. and Let him go. Let him go. And this is what happens, and that's the sad reality, isn't it? Hey, we're about out of time once again, and so we're going to wrap it up. And remember, folks, there's only two ways to live your life. One is like nothing is a miracle. The other is like everything is a miracle, and you have the freedom to choose. Do I love my neighbor? Thank you for listening to Freedom to Choose. There truly is hope for people whose lives might be overrun with hard decisions, possibly caught up in unhealthy relationships, or even imprisoned by some form of addiction. Rich and Susan are living testimonials that biblical principles do work, and they've put together a workbook with Dr. Timothy Jennings to move yourself or those you love towards freedom. If you would like to order this new workbook, called Could It Be This Simple? The Way Out of Your Prison. Please call 916-645-1297 or justasiamministries.com. As a nonprofit, they are supported by people like you. 916-645-1297 or justasiamministries.com. Thank you for listening. And remember, you can do all things through Christ who strengthens you.